Welcome to Movie to Beer, everybody. This is Dan Kapersky bringing us on in. And on this episode, we have some wonderful co-hosts. Like like usual, you got Blake, your kung fu expert. Kung fu. And you've got Aaron, who was going to say kung fu master, but Blake stole my line. Well, it's oh, kung you're fu not a master. You're more than a master. You're a kung fu genius. You're kung oh. Fu. You are the kung fu genius. Kung fu. I'll take that. That's even better than a kung fu master. So, anyway, let's get into the movie sideways. Yeah. <laughs> we watched this great thing called the Kung Fu Hustle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mm-hmm. had decided ahead of time, and we decided, you know, let's mix it up a little bit. So we're doing a, a throwdown with the two beers that we had, which were uh, Polly's Not Irish Red from Old Town Brewing and yeah. Crux Fermentation Projects Pilsner. So I had some crowlers, so you get them on draft, and they give you they fill up a big metal can, and you take it home, and you drink it right away so it doesn't go flat. So it's basically draft beer mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. of a portable container. The ancient art of draft, as taught in... Hong Kong in 1943. And the ancient yes. art of drinking. The ancient art of drinking, that, That's yes. way older. People have been drinking for like at least 30 years. And and so the other one, the, the Crux Pilsner, I have a couple of kegerators, and one of them has a tap of that. Draft on draft. Let's fight. Kung Fu Hustle. Yes, another 2004 movie, but, you know, we're forgiving ourselves and keep forgetting that, yes, why do we keep watching movies from that year? Because we've done like four episodes now from with movies from that year or around then. I don't know. We, we heard what you, your demands, listeners. We're going to watch 2004 movies in 2004. <laughs> We're going to watch 2004, 2004 movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. It, it just happens that way. So If we have to, we'll go back in time and make some more so we can yes. <laughs> meet the requirement. So this is a film that at least Blake and I have seen before yeah. years and years ago. And I remembered it being really funny and just a... It's an hour and a half of just really light comedy. There's some violence, yeah. But it's There's, wonderful send-ups to classic kung fu movies. Yeah, the, the typical... Including a lot of Bruce Lee. Yeah. Who's more... He had a different art. I'm blanking the uh, name, but yeah. yeah. Some of the some of the actors in this one are actually kung fu actors that were famous. Yes. From uh, some of the, like, the 70s, uh, like the, the heyday. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. Yep. That's very, it's very cool. It's a beautiful love letter to that style of... Mm-hmm. Filmmaking, that genre. A lot of the, the move names are after, uh, I'll have to look at the name, this uh, pulp writer. Yeah. Uh, the, li- the Lion's Roar, <laughs> the, yes. the Beast. Uh, yeah, so Kung Fu Hustle was uh, Stephen Chow's seventh film that he made. Uh, seventh? It was his seventh film. Good and, for him. And he was in his 30s at that point. So He's also the main character. I couldn't tell how old he was. He writes, directs, and stars Ageless. in his own films. And the dude's cut. I mean, he's ripped, as, as one would say. <laughs> Like Jesus. And it, it follows this, like, I'm trying to remember, we, we had looked up the city that it's supposed to, to have taken uh, place in. Singapore. Singapore? Singapore? Shanghai. Shanghai. Shanghai, yes. Okay, so Shanghai in the 40s. Mm-hmm. So they have, mm-hmm. you know, there's cars and guns and things, but you don't do that. You don't bring a, a gun to a knife fight or a fist fight because you don't bring a cheating. You don't bring an axe to a the wobbly stick fight. Yeah, so it, the story centers around these two guys that are losers. These punk kids trying to join the, the Axe Gang. The Axe Gang. The top gang in the area. The yeah. best gang in that part of Shanghai. Mm-hmm. And they a lot to, of them. And just randomly they go to this little neighborhood area. Pigsty Alley. Pigsty mm-hmm. Alley. And, it, and so we watched this film. We started it without the subtitles. And I was like, you know what? The subtitles actually tell you some of the, the text that's on the screen and not just what's being said. So mm-hmm. it's a mm-hmm. little bit more helpful. I would recommend watching this, even though it is what we watched was dubbed in English. 
honestly watch it with the dub and the subtitles yes. we read in the imdb trivia it's basically two different scripts yeah you get different jokes it's double the jokes guys it is it's double the jokes and and it's helpful because you get a little backstory and understanding as to hey there was this power void the gangs came in the government was kind of you know we you had mentioned that there's like the japanese occupation that occurred during around that same time so mm-hmm. there's there's not a lot of police out on the street there's military but there's not a lot of police right Basically, these guys, they go try to shake down or hustle the uh, people that are the shop owners of Black, this little Black neighborhood. The barber and the tailor. Yeah. And, yeah. and then you come to find out that, hey, there's kung fu people all over the place. You don't want to, you just don't know. Right. Mas- right. Master is hiding in plain sight. Yes, you just don't know. Even if they are a gay tailor. Because, you know, they make good clothes. But he's a fairy. Ah! Yeah. It's that run. The guy just kept hat. running away, arms flailing. It was... Yeah. It was a lot. That, that run was a, it was, a, it was a lot. <laughs> a little bit too much. You get a little splash of Looney Tunes in there. You get yes. classic Chosen One hero discovery. You get mm-hmm. that musical weapon art. Yeah. You get uh, the Shining reference. There's a Shining reference. Reason. <laughs> There's some bizarre movie references. And you a lot of Bruce Lee movies. A lot, a lot of, of yeah. A lot of homages being paid. But also like, letting your letting your chai flow. You're letting your chi flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can have this ele- uh, metamorphosis. This yes. evolution into becoming more. Yes. Because and and I had written a little bit on our little note taker thing that we have. My thought of this was this this film is the typical hero's journey. Or it's not the hero's journey. It's the bad guy discovers that he can be a good guy mm-hmm. by accident. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he tries really hard to be a bad guy, but he sucks at being a bad guy. Because he's just a nice guy. Right? Yeah. And then he gets lot, like, lot basically sh- the crap beat out of him and that releases his chi and he becomes the ultimate, you know, Kung yeah. Fu master. He doesn't have Kung to Fu learn genius. anything. He just knows it. He it's just to, in his blood. He gets to meet Buddha. He does meet Buddha up in the sky. That's right. He gets After a high five from Buddha. He, he he bounces up off an eagle, which is like the most American thing possible. Which is a, it's like I thought it was a, a hawk. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. I think it was, it was an Asian. It was, it was a brown eagle. I think. Brown eagle mm, or something. Yeah. I don't know. It looked very, it had the, the sound effects of like, you know. The, the like, viewer goes to watch and it's a hippo. Like, what are these guys talking about? <laughs> it's great. It's a hippo and a goat. No, this, yeah. movie, this movie's fun. Good choreography. Yeah. I, you know, I was mentioning Quaint you guys, story. you know, to Aaron who hadn't seen it. I was like, it's traditional long shots with on a boom cam that yeah. goes through yeah. a building and mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. and backs up, and you see a scene in a single shot. That's like that's insane, and none of the people in the scene are moving because it's like we're gonna stop for a second, and everyone's paying attention to something happening over there. And we're all just the cro- back I think out crocodile gang scene. beating up a cop. The, yeah, the yeah. opening scene was like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say like a really well done, really really well made. Uh, that the, the choreography was fantastic. Yeah. The stunts were fantastic. But it's also it's it's delightful. And I think part of the delight comes from the fact that it doesn't take itself too seriously. Oh, it knows it totally mm-hmm. doesn't take itself seriously. For sure. It yeah. laughs at itself because they they know that it's like oh you're you got the lion's roar and it's like well yeah but you know I, I thought like the lion's it. roar was a myth. Yes. Which apparently, there's trivia about that, where the saying is that if the lion roars from the east of the river, it means it refers to a woman henpecking her husband. Oh, geez. Which is an extra <laughs> joke into why the woman had the lion's roar. Oh, the, the constant cigarette-lipped landlady who... Our heroine. Main, main only dressed lead. in going out clothes once. Yeah, she got dressed Re- up once. rest of the time is always in nightgowns and curlers. And cur- lot really big curlers. Really big yeah. curlers. And constantly had a cigarette. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah. And it's interesting because the portrayal of the common folk, the poor people, the mm-hmm. gangs don't mess with Sassy. the poor people because they don't have any money to give. Yeah. 
there's there's two ideas like uh, one idea is kind of like the the common folk they matter and and the importance of everybody like you know this sort of I don't say uh, proletariat it's not the right word but the the everybody together egalitarianism that's maybe the right word and then this other like veneration of mastery and veneration of expertise you've got one kung fu master that because he's he's so gifted and is, is so skilled he can take out 400 other dudes because yes. he, he well, because, that's of, Lee. because the, like the discipline and the skill and and the, the dedication to craft uh, I think those are both really interesting ideas mm-hmm. you don't have to have studied anything about Chinese culture to watch this film and understand that because it's just plainly presented mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. doesn't hold your hand like I, I love when a movie doesn't over explain everything it yeah. just tells you here's the setting you can figure it out yeah totally yeah, gangs are bad, and the common folk are good. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, 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 and the big boss fell asleep in the chair waiting for his hair after his haircut. Yeah, and it was funny because it was like, oh, those tattoos that was totally just like drawn. I was like, where did they get pen and ink to do that? Because that looked really good. I was like, what? 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 He's actually an artist. What the heck is this? Yeah, the, no, these guys good at lock picking. It's just a steady hand. Yeah, and again, you know, the whole thing with kung fu and the 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 bad guy, the big bad guy, is like it's all about speed. Mm-hmm. In control. Mm-hmm. Same with Pokemon. Yes. Which, it, you know, I never played, so I wouldn't know. It was the really faster you go, the sooner you hit, and then you get beat the other guy, and then you get there. Ah. You beat up the kid and take his money. It's a weird game. But, like, speed and strategy matters, and then it oh, can yeah, matter yeah, more yeah. than just raw strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also, I think, kind of a departure from a lot of other, like, action movies, too. Usually it's, like, raw strength. And American action movies, there's a lot of two big, sweaty men pushing each other. And whoever can push harder wins. Yeah. Or who can like or that. who can take more hits. Like Rocky. He gets beat to bejesus, but keeps getting up. Yeah. Speaking of big sweaty men, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of sort of innuendo going on with a lot of sweatiness and one of those masters was real greased up. Oh, uh, he was. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the yeah, the ring arm guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of those three masters, uh, which do you guys prefer? I, I'm wobbly stick man. The wobbly stick dude was, was like I said, cool. you know, he was the one that lasted the longest and he stood up. And I was like, oh, just wait. He's going to throw his sticks up and then start kicking Whoa, them at the dudes. That. It's just like, that's dope, dude. That's that's old school. It's very cool. I also like he joined a fight to help somebody else out. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't he didn't pick the fight. He came in because he saw what was happening and he saw it wasn't right. Yeah. And and that came back around to the old two masters that were, you know, the landlords. And it, again, is about you're selfish. If you don't yeah. want to help yeah. everyone out, you're selfish. And that is so communist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's like, here, here's some, here's some, you know. Mm. So for a glorious nation state, you should watch this movie. <laughs> yes, yes. Gl- glory to uh, actually, this was a co-production I saw on Wiki. Uh, wrote, wrote briefly before we started recording. Co-production between Hong Kong companies and mainland Chinese companies. Hey. Yeah, yes. very collaborative. Cool. And it was one of the top ten uh, foreign films that grossed. Uh, top ten uh, grossing foreign films in the United States, and yeah, way back in the two thousand and four. Yeah, which, which year I guess it evidently still is. It, it's always two thousand and four with us. What was I doing two thousand four? I don't know. What were you doing? Existing. Yeah, breathing and drinking. Uh, speaking of drinking, oh yes. What about our beers? This yes. this epic mar- uh, martial art beer showdown. It was good. It was so, crazy. Mine kept tripping across the room and running around on wires and shooting like 
dragon lasers. It was bonkers. Mine yeah. threw a spear at me. I didn't appreciate that. Yeah, you were pretty freaked out. Yeah. He was taking his time. You know, we, 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 <laughs> I tanned the spear. <laughs> we had thought, I, I was like, hey, I have this beer on draft. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we went and picked up some really good food and some pizza and stuff from Old Town Brewing. And I was like, hey, they have this really good beer called Polly's Not Irish Red. Love this beer. And it is an Irish Red, but it's kind of a funny mm-hmm. joke that they call it that. And it's been around a long time. It's one of their stable, consistent beers. You can yep. find it in cans at some places, but they don't distribute very widely. So I've never seen it. You, you, I believe you, you but I've just never, I haven't seen it not where they, I shop. They have two locations: one in Old Town, that was the original, and then they have the brewery location, which is up on MLK, MLK, just off of MLK. Well, yeah. It's, yeah, it's on the corner of MLK, and right, 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 between Killingsworth and Alberta. It's really great space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful people that work there. They make some really good food. We They have this Detroit-style pizza that was really nice. So mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, hey, let me get a couple of crowlers. And for those that don't know what a crowler is, it's not a growler. It's a can that's about half the size of a normal growler. It's, you know, the, what, about two and a half pints? A slightly so, smaller than a growlette. Yes. But it's different <laughs> from Mr. Crowley. Correct. But I do have a growlette, which is the half-size growler. It's, it's a real thing. We're not making it up, folks. They come in different shapes and sizes, and some have handles and some don't. But Just like people. Exactly. <laughs> some people have handles, some don't. <laughs> you, you beat me to it, Blake. I was going to make that exact same joke. <laughs> so Old Town Brewing, check them out. They've won a lot of awards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the the Not Irish Red is delicious. A 5.6% yeah. ABV, 38, 30 IBU. So it's not super bitter. It's got just more mm-hmm. of a malt body. It's really rich caramely. There's some little bit of sweetness on the mid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really well balanced. They use pearl and... Mountain Hood Hops. So those are two Northwest style, which is real like similar to the red that I make as a home brewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate the fact that it's not overpowering. It just has a nice flavor. I always feel like I've had a meal when I drink any, like a single poly. It's not Irish. I think because of all the stuff in there, the, all those words you just said that I'm blanking on now. (laughs) I I really like red ales and and this one was really a nice example, I think, because it wasn't overpowering. It was, you know, the flavors came together nicely, and uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it was subtle by any means, but it, everything balanced in a, in a nice way. Yeah, Thano, so, Thanos approved. Thanos yeah. approved. Yeah. So we, the idea was we got two draft beers, one that we got at the brewery, and the other here locally at the house, and the other was a pilsner. And and it, we had tried to decide which do we want to do first, and I think we were all like, let's do the red first, which mm-hmm, is kind of mm-hmm. odd and weird, but it didn't have as much hops. Mm-hmm. Whereas this Bilsner from Crux, which is like 5.2 and 35 IBU, so slightly more oh, from an IBU okay. scale, more bitter, but less body, but more flavor forward. It's really sharp and acidic. There is a lot of flavor. To, I think that's why I like the Crux Pilsner, because there is that flavor, but you're not getting filled up. Yes. That's why I don't drink a lot of IPAs, because you feel full. Yeah. There's a bit of sharpness. I, like, I almost think of like a little acidity. Um, to, to, to it. It's crisp. Yes, it's very crisp. So Czech Saws, hops, and Oregon Sterling. Uh, Oregon Sterling is real similar to Czech Saws. Mm-hmm. It's going to have that almost like a lemon pith. So like mm-hmm. the rind of a lemon. Yeah. It's going to dry out. And it's mm-hmm. going to have a little bit of acidity. It's not going to distract from the malt because this has a really thin, super thin cracker. Almost biscuit-like. Like biscuit dough. Not cooked biscuit, but like biscuit, like really raw, like just... It's got this weird kind of, it's not cooked or baked in any way. It's just kind of raw, and just, to me anyway. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. just my flavor profile. I like my biscuit like I like my kung fu scenes. Raw. raw. <laughs> See, I like my fight uh, fight scenes flaky. Yeah. <laughs> the malt is there, 
mm-hmm. but the hops are the focus of most pilsners, and this yeah. has you know that spicy herbal with a little bit of lemon, and that's it has an aftertaste of lemon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is very typical of. It's probably why I like it. I but, love citrus. Yeah, it, likewise. American pilsners not so much, but German and Czech pilsners. There we go. <laughs> I'm like. Eh. We, we, we had recently some Italian pilsners, and my, our friend Stan, bless his heart, it's not a real style, and he hates it when we talk about it. But I think there is actually, there's differentiations in where pilsners come from and the style yeah. that they should reflect, be it the hops or the malts that they use. So, yeah, it's all good. Well, so, I, th- I think for this movie, I, I feel like the, uh, the Polly's Not Red matched the movie a little better. Like I've, It was I've, serious, but not too serious. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I love the, the pilsner. Like, obviously, I love that pilsner. Yeah. I feel like I want to watch a Western while drinking that. And this needed something with substance with a little complexity like the Polly's Not Red. There's there was some showdown action going on in the film. There's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. gang showed up and they threw down and the three Kung Fu guys fended off the gang. And then they came back and, you know, basically almost basically killed him with the magical instrument. So it's like if I was going to compare these two and we're going to fight it out, they're just different beers that are both good. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a draw to me. Like two masters fighting two in a masters. different style that are evenly matched and balanced against each other. Yes, very, very true. Very, very spiritual of you. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> but Polly's wins. <laughs> I, yeah, I, ultimately, I think Polly's was a better beer for the movie because it just had that more complexity to it and a little f- more grounded, I guess. This, this is considerably smarter than uh, It's a Red and... China later adopted a red flag. So I, I want to change my answer yeah, for that. Yes. <laughs> That's a stick and twist right there. Like the flower that he stuck and twist with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So in the fight scene. Yeah. yeah. So they, the, the two former old masters go visit the axe gang after they had broken out the toad guy who's the, the killer. The beast. The beast. The best killer ever. The best mm-hmm. killer ever. And, and he knows of them. They know of him. And they're like, we've never fought. And, I think the, the the couple got their butt whooped. Oh, yeah. Initially, yeah. 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 And then the chi got released. Yeah. But the, the couple did use some kind of lateral thinking and creativity and an orthodox strategy involving a funeral bell. And running away. Uh, that mm-hmm. too. That, that uh, Running away can also be, <laughs> I don't know if that's an unorthodox strategy, but maybe not the first one you would choose. Yeah. And the toad dude was, hey, I didn't know you could use the lion's roar through a speaker. And that's basically what she was doing. He's like, I'm going to amplify it. We're just going to blow your ass up. And she did, but he survived. You know, he didn't, he was not defeated. And that's the whole point. And And he he got all gussied up in an actual shirt. And was he still wearing his, his little sandals in that last fight? I already forgot. I think he had regular no. He shoes. had shoes on because yeah. he got because he had the, uh, the that's the right, toe that's right. The toe, mm-hmm. yes. yeah, and that's the one cool thing. And so the, the the main character dude, his main move is toe squishing. Yeah, like he's gonna flatten your feet, and you're like, oh, I can't move. But you know, when the Toad Master was defeated, he accepted it, and and he accepted the Chosen One to to like be his new master and to learn yeah. from him. Teach oh, yeah. me that move that just whooped my butt. That's right. That's Weakness. right. I feel never like, surrender. I feel like, <laughs> no, surrender. I feel like that's an Eastern <laughs> idea, too. If you know you're bested, like, okay, if you can't beat them, join them. I'm going to learn from you, exactly. too. Exactly, and then kill you. And then our mantra over here is, USA, USA. Well, that's how that's how we get uh, Kung Fu Hustle, too. <laughs> the hustling. Yeah, the hustling. <laughs> that's, that's a good name for it. We had these two great beers, and we, we I think we all really like this film. I think if you were going to pick something to watch with a film like this, or yeah. this film exactly, 
find just something that's lighter and fun or yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. something serious mm-hmm. because both are approachable to the home. I think the, the Pilsner, both both of these beers worked. The red worked because it was complex and had some body and there were some serious moments at the beginning and halfway through the film. And then yeah. it just got silly with the fight scenes. And this is like, a oh, good movie to have on behind the bar with no sound and the yes. dub on. So if someone's just at a bar by themselves, they can watch, watch this movie. Or yeah. you can just kind of peek over once in a while and see three old people beating each other up. Yeah. And and great, I think the special effects because they they didn't have a big 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 budget mm. and there was some blue screen going on and some wire moving and I think they treated it really well. They respected oh, yeah. the art form and the choreography mm. and the you know the dancing that occurs when you're doing the kung fu and we had talked earlier about like it's harder to hold a punch instead of hitting. There's yeah. it's harder to pretend like you're hitting somebody not hit them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and make it look like you actually hit to, them. So. To pull a punch and sell it as an actual hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's way more skill in that. And I applaud the actors and yeah. everybody involved in this film. It looked really good. It was convincing. I, I mm-hmm. again, had seen it before, but it's been every, a long time. It's yeah, every time stuff. I see it, it's always fun. I always have a good time watching this movie. This was fun. I'm, my first time seeing it, I'm glad I'm glad to have seen it today. Sort of kid appropriate. There's some foul language, a little bit here and there. A little there. bit of blood. A little bit um, of blood, but no just straight up uh, gore. Fantasy violence? Does yeah. that Fantasy yeah, violence is pr- I mean, it's like there's anything. Smoke, there's smoking, but it's almost treated as like a sight gag. It is a oh, sight yeah. gag, totally sight gag. The the yeah, I think kids would be uh, teenagers, young teenagers might be okay. Any younger than that, they wouldn't understand it. Yeah, so. yeah, they'll. You want someone who understands, not parroting. They're paying homage to uh, previous films of this style. So you need a child that's familiar with 1970s Hong Kong <laughs> Shaw Brothers film. Like me, yeah. I okay. got exposed yeah. to that when I was a kid. If that yeah. is your child, this is a great movie for it them. Is. It is. It, it, it celebrates... If your grandparents love that stuff, they'll you can watch it with them. <laughs> there you go. That would actually be fun. Like Get some people who've never had any clue or have never seen anything like that and see what they think of mm-hmm. it. It's like, mm-hmm. this made a lot of money domestically and internationally mm-hmm. and got some acclaim. I forget the exact number, but it broke a record here above a previous Asian film that got dropped. And it was the first one in like a decade to break that break that record. I feel like a Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon was like the really big yeah. Asian import before this. And like I'll be honest, like that was my introduction to a lot of like the Asian cinema tradition. Same. Uh, and I feel like there's probably a lot of uh, at least Americans that, you know, had that same sort of intro that in like Princess Mononoke. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. yeah. and and that was like 90 I don't know it was 96 98 2001 kind of something around, around there. there and this was 2000 as we said 2004 again so I wonder if this matched uh, like the ticket receipts or something from Crouching Tiger I who knows Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon 2000 oh. so Matrix dropping in 99 and this in 2000 you got a glut of bullet time and wire fight scenes and parodies for right. at least five or six years. But the, the Matrix Dodge, I think, is still in film today. You can still see that yeah. reverberating around. Yeah, it's never going anywhere. It's me. Well, it's n- well now we have the, uh, the the Christopher Nolan blah in trailers. Yeah, there's dialogue and then it cuts and then boom. You had mentioned, Blake, about the soundtrack and sound effects were very, very well done. Yes. There were some very funny kind of, you know... Oh, stuff that's like for, for a gag. Like, it's that's a funny. gag kind of thing. And they had like, when the dude, uh, when the when the initial bad guy who's pretending to be in the axe game runs away and, and the, yeah, that know, the old lady chases that him. That music the road runner click. It's yeah. like Roadrunner, Bugs Bunny shit going yeah, on there. I was like, yeah. that's hilarious. Yeah. That, they take, that's what they're not taking I remember that from the trailer. 
Yeah. But, but they did have a fight scene where there was no music at all. And actually, we were it's watching silent. that, Blake called it out. And I was like, like, oh my gosh, you're right. That actually heightens mm-hmm, the tension mm-hmm. of the fight. Yeah, because you can hear him when he hits the rings. It was with the tailor had his 10 rings on each arm or whatever it was. And, mm-hmm. and the music making guys, the assassins that showed up and he's like, Oh, you know, I know who you are and I can defeat you and this and that. And yeah, it was yeah. just making the sounds of things being clanged together. So it was like, man, that's really well done. Oh yeah. I, uh, I love martial arts movies. So I get so let down when I watch an American one where they make a lot of cuts to cover bad choreography because a good fight scene and kids at home take this as a, a tip for old uncle Blake. Uncle Blake the better martial arts movies have long few cuts in their fight scenes. Yeah. It's a lot of people who, yeah. People who do the choreography like for a living, they get paid for a reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If it cuts too frequently, I think it can confuse the action. Like you, you don't necessarily know what's going on. It can be kind of hard to follow exactly what's happening. But if there's a long shot with a fight scene, it's a much more clear of, mm-hmm. of what's happening, you know, kind of blow by blow as, as, as it happens. Yes. There are times you should use the quick cuts, and I can get into that another time, but good martial arts is few cuts, easily see what the action is. Yeah. And, you know, even if it does look fake, and there were a few yeah. kind of green screeny kind of shots where a dude, like, goes up and then hangs for a second and then lands gently, and it's like, oh, yeah, that, that was totally wires. <laughs> And back then they didn't really have the computer technology to like cut it all out. So it was like they did it in a green screen and then added the background later. And it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it looks really fake, but that's okay. That wasn't the point. The point is, is like, we're telling a great story about, you know, coming up and having your chi released and and understanding, Hey, they, they use some great lines in this movie with great power comes great responsibility from the rice magnate, uncle Ben. Yeah. (laughs) And, and Peter, Peter Porker. <laughs> Peter Porker, yes. Because it was, you know, Swine Alley. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's all connected. <laughs> we should watch the post-credits scene where Jake Johnson shows up. Yes, that'd be awesome. Now, let's figure out a fun game to play with this. So if we're going to rename our beer, which one do we want to rename? Art doesn't matter. But rename it using a kung fu move that you think is real. I'm going to rename the Pilsner. I'm going to name it Buddha's Hops. Oh, that's actually really good. You win. I'm not even going to try at that point. You just <laughs> well, man, all right, all right. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I'll go with the with the Polly. Is it Polly's not red? Polly's not Irish. Not Irish red. Not Irish red. The Shamrock Foot. Oh, there you go. Because hey. there's a lot of feet going on in this mm-hmm. film. A lot yeah. of feet. So you're putting me on the spot, and I yes. have to just come up with Where, something. Invent something we're just quickly. Staring at Dan. We're just staring at me. Look and I'm just like, soul. I don't know. I don't know. Bounces off Eagle. I, I would rename the Pilsner. Bounces off Eagle is so good. <laughs> and, and just call it Bounces off Eagle because a dude, when he gets sent into the upper atmosphere, he just sits there and he's oh, floating. He's using the ancient move. Bounces off Eagle. And he, he, he does his little, as, as uh-huh. Aaron had mentioned, it's like you're going to tiptoe across the water or tiptoe up the, <laughs> or, the yeah, bamboo t- shoot or whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like tiptoeing off the Eagle. He's like, uh, that's so good. But, he goes up and meets Buddha. But Bounces off Eagle is very clearly an American beer. Yes. America. Pilsner, even though this is not an American Pilsner. That's oh, it's right. not? It's I was, not. We'll, we'll, get it, we'll get an I mean, Asian American to play that role. Yeah. <laughs> this is, He'll look this at the is, beer and have a single tear going down his eye. Yeah, <laughs> that, would be a, that would be on the label. The eagle with one tear <laughs> bounces off an eagle. And you're like, God, what the hell? I'd buy it. <laughs> right. That's amazing. Because that, that to me is like the epitome. That is like, I'm up here. I figured out some things, but I need more direction. He and you're like, and, and Buddha presented and says, here we go. You are one with Buddha and you're yeah. one with nature. You're one with everything in the world. You are interconnected with everything mm-hmm. in a very Buddhist yes. way. And you're going to go down and you're going to kick some ass. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to make much a big like the imp- Buddhists do. <laughs> you're going to make a big impression in the ground of your palm and your fingers, and the dude's going to be like, "Ow!" And he's going to be like, "But I don't give up quite yet. I'm going to sneak it." And then it's like, boom! It's like, yeah, his hand through the building is kind of like, yeah, you got, yeah, yeah, he's a little bit more powerful than you at this point. Yeah. There, there, was, there was a moral of like cheaters never win. They don't in Kung Fu Hustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They always lose in the end, including the guy who was in charge of the gang who got his butt whooped and then died in the end. But that's a plot spoil. Anytime Dan talks about movies, it's a plot spoil. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we love much. you, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate everybody hanging in there and, and listening to us yammer on about this great film. Check it out if you can. It's on various streaming it's platforms. It's floating around. It's out there. I highly recommend it. It's a good chick, not even a chick flick. It's a great date movie because it has a great story and you can drink some beers and laugh at it and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's delightful. It's delightful. Strong female characters. Yes. Yes. A lot of, she whoops some butt. Like the landlady doesn't. Well, shoot the, she la- just the, like the one regular lady who, uh, the girl running around who, yeah. whose lipstick gets messed up is a, like oh. the leader of the poor people. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm going to be some butt. Like, you, you need to help. You need to go help out. You shut up. And then the yelling in. Yeah. She yes. is. She is. She is mm-hmm. like the. Mm-hmm. Very feminist. The emotional and social leader of all of Like there's the landlady, but then the lipstick lady. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're right. Yeah. She wow. had some big lips too. And then the, anyway. the, the moral authority, the whole film is oh, the, yeah. the, the, the lollipop girl. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, this the is very female. That sells ice cream that has the lollipop yeah. that he, yeah. yeah. It's all about saving female the young and the innocent. Yes. And they come back around and get you in the end. All right. So yeah. thanks for listening, everybody. And all of the opinions expressed during the taping of this episode are those of the hosts. And, you know, we thank you all for hanging in there and check out this awesome film. Get yourself some good beers. And Don't forget know. to hydrate. Otherwise, you're going to dehydrate. Oh, yeah. We, we I couldn't think of a non-offensive <laughs> way to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we, I was going to say a regular. We were doing a bunch of water in this, too. So it's like, yeah, we need water. So it's a school night. It is a school night. So... All right, so this is Dan sending me off. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Blake Palm strikes his way out. Aaron with the Buddha flower, thanks you for listening. Uh-huh.